What's up, team? Happy weekend. Wait, no, it's Wednesday. What day is it? Happy Base 3 Pod Day. Hey, Simon, how are you? It's happy gym opening day. Happy gym open day. It does <laughs> feel like a, a bit of a celebratory day. Um, gyms are open. Woo! Woo. Um, uh, Simon, how are you? Good. Good, good. I, um, what, what have I been doing? I, I'm, I'm blank. Uh, I'm just enjoying you've, this. You've been carrying sandbags around? I've been carrying sandbags around. Not today. I'm, we're going to do that later. Talk us um, through this. Simon, you did a, a thousand meter sandbag carry. I saw a lot of the strong fit guys posting around the last couple of weeks or days that they've been in this thousand meter sandbag carry. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, so I'm not 100% sure, but I know Paul, pa, basically, Paulo thought of it and it was just pick up the heaviest bag you got, go for a thousand meters. Um, and then he told me to do it. And I went, okay. And then I, like, I put it off for a little while. But then I think what the other guys are doing, and I could be completely wrong, is um a thousand meters with a, a lighter bag and the goal is to if you can do the whole thing um and just to basically bring you like stay in the fight for as long as you can versus when you go heavy it's you're gonna go you're gonna drop that thing at, at some point so yeah so i did that um so, yeah on the weekend and it was it was terrible um <laughs> i did it i just had to go sound good no Anything with a thousand anything, whether it's like a thousand meter row, terrible. A thousand meter sandbag yeah. carry, terrible. A thousand yeah. burpees, terrible. Anything with a thousand just sounds rough. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was a, whatever, 175 pound bag, 80 kilo bag. And then just basically just went downstairs. I said, screw the warm up. Just went down. Uh, the, I, I leave the heaviest bag in the boot of a car. Mm. So I just picked it up, dropped on the floor. I went, all right, pick it up and just, and just went for it. Like Annette and I did it and she, she crushed it. Like she, um, she did it with a hundred pounds. Yeah. She was pretty much around 200 or just under 200 meters every pickup. So yeah, she crushed it. Um, and then me on the other hand, it took about a good 40 minutes. Um, and then I like, it was just, there's a point I felt sorry for myself. And I think that's when I dropped it a little earlier than they should have. And then, uh, and then I just kind of tried to sort my shit out. I went, okay, no, no more than three times. And I'm just, I'm not even, I'm just going to put it straight back in the car. Um, yeah. So, and then that's when I started getting loud and just breathing like a whatever. And then, um, yeah. So on the last one, basically just threw it in the car, said, fuck you to the bag and just kind of walked off. <laughs> what the, uh, what goes for you and like what, so your reasons for putting it down, like there was the, you had the mental breakdown where you put it down too early. But other than that, is it a physical or is it like your head fucking yourself out? Of well, so it's a bit of both. So like the, there was a few that I'll, I'll say I quit. That was for sure. I was just like, oh no. And then there's other times I was literally about to fall over. So, and it, it's, and there's two, two sides of it is, did you quit or did you fail? And mm. then, like, I, I was listening to Julian's uh, Stronghold podcast recently, and it's like, look, you'll always do both. Um, but most people will generally quit before they actually fail. Like, literally, yeah. you either couldn't hold on to it any longer, you couldn't take another step, you were going to, you know, face plant because, you, 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 you know, when you push that hard, you kind of lose coordination with your body. Like, it doesn't operate the way you normally do. Um, and I would know that because if I went, like, full out, like, I'd need to take a good significant break before I picked it up again. Um, yeah, so like when I got to, I guess when it's like a halfway point, because you're like, oh my God, I got so much to do. I think, I think, yeah, I think the shortest uh, carry I did was about 80 meters. And I did that. And I went, 
idiot. Because I haven't done uh, a long sandbag carry for a while, but you get to the point where you're almost thinking like you're trying to, you get to the point of being strategic. Like it's starting to burn. So I'm going to put it down now because if I go any further, I'm going to have to take a big break, which yeah. is not I the mean, point. No, and me not being smart, I, I end up trying to go faster. So I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm going to get those extra few steps. <laughs> and it, it was, okay, well, I didn't tell you this earlier, but what was really funny is that we, we were going and then the guy starts, uh, was running around the car park in the gym as a warm up for Sunday, and he's just looking at us, going, "What are these two people doing?" <laughs> I'm just there making weird faces and then grunting noises while I'm just carrying the sandbag because it's it's not a fun place to be. And then he's he's just kind of like, you know, he looks like a really good runner, and he's like running like a gazelle, like there's not a problem. And he's just watching, well, watching another crush and me kind of walk around with no coordination whatsoever. And then you see you, when you're doing like sandbag walks outside and you see builders that as a job get forced to carry bags of sand and cement around and see you doing it for pleasure and for training and like, fucking hell, what's wrong with this guy? I've done it. Well, I've done that a few times. So this is, I've caught it. So I've, I've done it once to seven fortunes. I think I've done it once to gold box. And then like I had a shipment come in and I'm like, I'll help you move coffee bags. Yeah. Each one's like 50 kilos. I'm like, okay, cool. So let's do it. Easy. Take <laughs> yeah. two bit of fun yeah um other workout that happened this week was obviously murph it was memorial day on monday um yeah. probably for most people murph didn't look the same as usual a lot of people wouldn't have had access to a pull-up bar or been training we encourage everybody to to scale it and not wear a vest and partition it and, and whatever see i'm i don't know i think in america it's looked at differently and i think in the states they partition it and break it up however they see fit and still call it rx to me mm-hmm is if you go 100, 200, 300 at best, you did it RX. So there's no shame yeah. in not going RX. And I very much enjoyed not going RX this year. I did no vest and I broke it up into 10 rounds and it was the most fun I've had doing Merv ever. I've never, ever done an unpartitioned Merv. Um, and it's just so nice. Like 10 pull-ups is comfortable. You can break mm-hmm. your push-ups into two sets and then like 30 squats is manageable. You just chip through for 10 rounds. And yeah, it was fun. So it was cool. And we put a bunch of information out on different like kind of ideas. Kept it simple. You can just swap out the pull-ups for sit-ups and you can skip or burpee instead of running and like just do easy stuff. And to see all the different variations of stuff people put in and just put a comment of like, just be creative. If you haven't got access to running or you're not comfortable doing that many push-ups because you haven't been training, is just pick simpler movements or reduce the reps mm-hmm. or just do something, but just try and create something similar to the theme and just do it for fun. Don't stress yourself out. Um, don't some people some people PR that I'm like, what the hell? I can't happen. I guess it's the all the we've been doing so many people have been doing so many push-ups because I've just been at home doing push-ups the whole time. True. Um, push-ups and burpees. Yeah, push-ups and burpees. But yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that. Me and Em did it with some of the guys on, on a Zoom the other day. And that was a lot of fun. I haven't trained like that much during lockdown, but that was a fun workout. I do enjoy Murph. I think the whole kind of like the reason for doing it, I buy into that quite a lot. And I think it's a challenging workout. So I like push myself to do it. I just think I'm not very good at long workouts, um, especially mm-hmm. body weight, being a heavier guy. But I do generally enjoy doing that workout every time it comes around. So I had a lot of fun doing that the other day. Um, and I'm still sore now. This was Monday and it's not Wednesday. I think anyone's going to be sore for a little bit. But it, it was Monday morning, so it feels like it was a very long time ago, even though it was only two days, but I'm fairly sore today. Um, but yeah, so we're back in the gym. Gyms, are, gyms mm-hmm. have reopened. Um, in traditional Dubai fashion, we found out... Uh, Tuesday, well, Monday night technically, but Tuesday yep. morning was by the time we woke up because I was in bed, um, that we could open on Wednesday. So we had a day to mobilize and 
luckily um i was being i was being preemptive and being a bit impatient and booked disinfection and cleaning on monday and i was like look yeah, you were literally the first gym to open crossfit gym well i'm gonna claim it sure i'll take it but i don't know if I'll, i was but I'll, I'll say yes sure. I'll, call, I'll call it i'll call it because I, I know as far as i know sands isn't open till the weekend or like sunday oh i know uh, vogue opened vogue opened today also they were doing classes oh, cool. um so vogue got open as well um but yeah so these all these rumors came around on sunday and i was like this is it it's happening we're opening everyone's like man it is not gonna happen it's not gonna open it nobody had faith that would happen this week and i would be yeah. waiting for it to happen for 10 weeks so that i thought i heard these rumors i booked a disinfecting company um booked a cleaning company had a full disinfection and deep clean on monday and then left the gym and thought like man what if that was just a complete waste of time and we're not going to be able to open for another month. We'll have to do it again anyway. And then, How long did it take them to do the whole thing? It was like an hour and 45 minutes they were there total. Didn't take too long. Okay. And then we had like a couple of hours of cleaning in the afternoon as well. It was about five hours of cleaning all up. But the gym was surprisingly clean considering it hasn't been used for 10 weeks. I thought it would be a mess, but actually not. Um, Perfect. So that um, happened on Monday. I woke up Tuesday morning. They were like, gyms are open. And I was like, well, okay, sweet. This is fine because the gym's clean. We're up yeah. to the standards what we it was funny what we discussed on a previous episode about what reopening might look like kind of guided our plan for what we were going to implement when we were allowed cool. to open and then yeah. when they dropped the regulations we were in line with or above on all of the standards that they'd set so for us our plan that we had in place met their standards so it was just like roll out the action plan we got all the guys down um on tuesday night and we marked out boxes on the floor, put equipment in each yeah. box, put the class schedule out and um, get up and, and had four classes this morning. It was awesome. I'd, it was really cool. I got really excited on like going to bed on Tuesday night about, man, I actually get to coach people in the morning. It's been 10 minutes. Yeah. And then when you go in and turn Waterfire on, it's on, it stays on the day that it was last used. And it was on the 8.30 a.m. class from March the 15th. I was like, man, that was so wow, long ago. March it was seen. <laughs> it was like forever Damn. ago. It's, it's yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was really cool. Gyms were open. Um, I've seen, obviously, a, lot, a bunch of um, like Fitness First and Big Global Gyms. They've all uh, got their shit together and they're all open as well. So all the gyms are starting to open up. What's funny is the capacity standards that they've set because i always wondered about this in shops when they put the sign on the front about who can how many people are allowed in at a time yeah but the capacity is worked out based on your square meterage so you're allowed one person oh. per four square meters now we have 796 square meters if you divide that by four that's 199 people you're so good our, <laughs> our maximum capacity is 199 and we're allowed 50 percent of that so we can have 100 people in the facility and not be um not be breaking the rules but we're sticking to classes of 12. Yeah. um we will allow uh guys to do pt in there as well because that's control we won't allow people to do any open gym stuff just yet just because we can't let people run around touch everything and not clean after themselves um yeah. got a pretty strict cleaning schedule and just making sure people are wiping stuff down after they use it within their own square Perfect. but uh, 
it was fine this morning. I was a bit apprehensive with the first class. Like, I, I hadn't coached anyone for 10 weeks, so I was fairly nervous. I wasn't sure how people were going to respond to the programming, if they were going to think it was too easy, too difficult. How, what are people's fitness levels like? Are people going to be weird about coming into the environment? Is it going to be weird? Are people going to be like, oh, I don't want to stay in the box and all this and that shit? But it was actually really fun. Um, everybody, like, I, I was worried people would forget how to move. Everybody moved really well. Um, the intensity yeah. was perfect. Nobody was, like, dying on the floor afterwards. It was a, a workout. People could just kind of finish it and be like, yeah, okay, that was a good workout. I'm done. Um, everybody obeyed the rules and left after the stretch and wiped their stuff down. And it was a 50-minute transition for the next class. It just flowed really smoothly. But it kind of made me feel think about two things. Yeah. And the two things were were what people's perception of coming back to gyms are and how comfortable and safe they feel um, and also people dropping their guard. So the first one being, like I said, I was worried about how people would feel about coming back into it and how people would perceive, like, is the gym clean enough? Is it safe? And I get a lot of people are not going to feel safe or not feel comfortable, which is absolutely fine. And you need to wait until you're ready or your family's ready. If people have got people at home who are at risk or healthy, then absolutely be cautious and be careful. Um, and don't put, rush back into that environment. Um, but it was kind of cool to see people are willing to go back out into public and start exercising and adhere to the rules that have been set by the government. And I and it's not as much of a, a thing as I thought it would be. People are pretty chilled about it. People are pretty cool. So. I'm kind of a bit more relaxed about the whole environment, which brings yeah. me to my second point of not dropping your guard is just cause shit started to open back up and now you can go to the gym and now you can do this. It doesn't mean there's no more COVID-19 floating around. It means that you've got to be extra diligent and be very on top of it because it's going to be spreading further and faster. If uh, it's definitely not going to slow down because if they're opening things up and shit starts moving, you've got to be really on top of it. So like all sanitation protocol has to be maxed. Like, um, hand washing, sanitizing, social distancing, all that good stuff, looking after your immune system, recover from training well, all the good stuff that we spoke about the last couple of weeks is so important now. And people can't get into the, oh yeah, it's, it's done now. I'm going to drop my garden and let go back to normal. It's not there yet. People will need to really keep on top of their shit for the next like couple of weeks for sure. But yeah. uh, minimum. And I think it's just like, you just have to be, I would say more diligent now because the you're just going to be in, in contact or around a lot more people you don't know where they've been and and things like that so i think just you know yeah some people have just literally been at home for 10 weeks they haven't left because they've been working from home happy next people have just been in their apartments for 10 weeks and yeah. now they're going out into a public space where there's 12 other people and and you're sweating and you're working hard and stuff is you need to be fucking on it you need to be ready you need to be um super cautious and not like we let out these rules and it seems silly to put these little green boxes we found green tape how cool is that we have green tape on the floor for our logo um perfect but which is all well and good and if you're happy to put yourself in that environment and, and i am just make sure that you're staying on top of your shit and don't drop your guard it's not okay yet but it's just a, yeah. a step back towards normality that um yeah we're all very lucky to have and able to get back in and do what we enjoy doing. But yeah, don't exactly. disrespect it. Yeah, well, well, that, that was funny. Literally on Eid, uh, Annette and I are here and then I'm just going, what, what we're hearing like next door, there was a full on party. Ooh. And then, uh, and I was like, come on. So, you know, we got security involved and just said, look, like just, cause I just call it, look, they either got the music really loud. Cause this guy, this, this is the weird guy who's training at midnight 
drilling into the wall, hammering things that later and I'm like, what the fuck? Nightmare so neighbor. Like, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden I just hear that like a lot of people in the apartment, the music. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're trying to sleep. And then so got security involved. And then and I was like, they either got the music loud or they're having a party. And then, um, yeah, music turned off. And then that's when you started hearing, hear, you know, hearing people in heels and all this sort of stuff. And I'm going, man, if I, if I was just went, fuck it, and just called the police, that fine for them would have been absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, dude, it's mad. It's like 30,000 for the host and like 5,000 for everybody there as well. Yeah. And it's just like, look, like, yes, it's Eid. And yes, or was Eid. And yes, you know, the restrictions are being relaxed, but the more people do that, Dude, the makes, likelihood makes me mad yeah i mean this even happens in the gym it's like this is the likelihood of everything going back to what it was and exactly do you want to do that again yeah people could so fuck that, it so up it's exactly. frustrating. Yeah. yeah i know and then that's and people could say the same thing about going to gyms but at least you're going to an environment where we've pledged to keep it as sanitized as possible and wipe our feet down and not and remain two meters apart and, and be as diligent as you can. But people could argue the same for anything, going back to cafes and restaurants and cinemas are open. Like you just have to be super careful. And just because this is, like I said, this is relaxing. It doesn't mean it's easing up from a virus perspective. So yeah, just yeah. people, please wash your damn hands. You know, like I, I was talking to uh, kind of the mentor group I'm in with the seminar staff guys and like the guys in UK and Wales and, and then they're like you know gyms are still not open yet so mm -hmm. everyone's so we're very very lucky to actually have yeah. gyms open today dude totally so I, saw, I saw italy were, were open today as well so that's pretty cool but at the same time like if you take the piss then it's it, it's gonna suck for everyone else yeah we we won't tolerate it in our gym our guys i was really really grateful and really appreciative of everybody playing by the rules this morning and kind of just humoring the process and it's important that they do and, and i was like i feel like if anything is gonna ruin this is not gonna come from my gym. I feel like everyone I was like everyone's training in mass, everyone's sticking to their space, everyone's abiding by the rules. And even me like trying to coach because now we've got like um 12 boxes spread across or six boxes deep and two wide or across 25 meters distance and you're in the middle is trying to coach from they were trying to brief a workout through a mask. Um, I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And I was like trying to like project to the corner yeah. of the room. And I was, ah, it was, I thought it'd be weird, but it wasn't. And it was actually okay. And I feel like apart from a couple pieces of equipment missing from programming, like bikes and, uh, and pull-up bars, which we weren't introduced to training yet, the, um, it was pretty much a normal class with the exception yeah. of wearing a, wearing a mask. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because that, I think that's quite funny. So they said... You can wear a mask. You have to wear a mask if you go out in public or you go to the gym. But yep. if you were doing light exercise, you have to wear it. If you're doing strenuous exercise, you're allowed to lower your mask and or not wear a mask. So then it's like, what's, what's the definition of strenuous and like exercise? And some people could, go out for a jog and that's strenuous exercise. Dude, like walking up the no, stairs could be strenuous. So yeah. I think- um, Walking up the stairs is strange for most people. Like see, when you're out of breath, yeah. It doesn't matter how fit you are. You go up matter. a couple flights of stairs, you're like, <laughs> the, um, there's a guy, I don't know if you know, have you heard of Andrew Schultz? Uh, oh, the comedian? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's great. His, uh, his Instagram, I guess, because of like lockdown and stuff, he's been doing um, Instagram TVs of like certain topics and just going off. And it's funny because he'll talk about a topic and it'll be like something topical, like 
masked or this guy ran for president, whatever, but the conversation yeah. evolved into like a, a moral standpoint that he's got about people with all people should have about themselves. And it's mm-hmm. just absolutely hilarious. The guy's, um, I've never heard him until like two weeks ago and he's just fucking hilarious. Um, what, what, where did that come up? Oh, mask. Yeah, we're talking about mask. But because my, my, my belief is that you wear a mask to protect yourself from virus particles coming into your face or creates like a layer of... Thing. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what everyone, you know, we've been told. Um, that's, that's the theory or the point of the mask. Yeah. The mask isn't to prevent me from spreading the virus because if I have the virus, I shouldn't be out in public anyway or whatever. It's, no. it's to protect the wearer. So if you yeah. choose not to wear a mask whilst you're working out, you're only putting yourself at risk. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, hey, I'm doing these burpees and I'm dying and you want to drop your mask so you can get some air in, I'm okay with that. But just don't then <laughs> don't go and then touch your face and like whatever, whatever. I think um, I wear it in, in public. It's uncomfortable as hell, but mm-hmm. I am even for working out because it just provides a potential layer of protection for you. Why would you not? Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, yeah. And until basically until we're told otherwise, just, just keep doing what we're meant, well, you know, what we're meant to be doing. And it just, it just, it just makes it easier for everyone else. And there's a bit of a, I guess, a social security side of things. If everyone's wearing the mask is that you can relax a little bit. If, you know, uh, we were on, in the line to church rooms the other day and then this dude was like walking by us with no mask and I'm going, dude, like, come on. Um, and you should have just citizens arrested him, give him a fine. Yeah. It's like, here you go. You, you give me a thousand dollars, whatever it is. And then, uh, but then at the same time, like, you know, I, I know what he's doing. He's waiting to get into supermarket. So they will give him a mask, <laughs> mask and gloves or, or things like that. Or, but it's just... Yeah, I, I just, it, it, it gets annoying. It, and uh, when people just half-ass the rules and like they're, or they're, uh, they're exempt or they're above the rules. And then it's just like, come on. Like if, if uh, when things go back to normal or, and, and things have calmed down, then yeah. But up until that point, just, just wait. Like it's, you know, you're, you're, you may not be doing it for yourself, but you're trying to do it for everyone else. Um, yeah. So we can kind of all, all you know, we're, we're doing this as a team. And the other thing as well is I don't I don't see why people because here it's law like you will be fined if you don't wear a mask like whereas in the states for example they've suggested it's not managed that you have to wear a mask because it's not proven that it does actually prevent anything but here they've said you have to wear a mask if you are in public yeah. so I don't get why people here think it's okay to not wear a mask when it is the law that oh. you have to wear a mask I don't oh, I'm like, people... and I'm not going I, and even if you know you think it's not you know, you don't need to wear it. I'm like, well, fuck the fines. I don't want to get a fine. Exactly. The fines are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather be uncomfortable and have my ears pulled down um, than pay 2,000 dirhams. That, that, like, you know, that puts a dent in coffee money. That, and that's a Dude, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, what else was I going to say about reopening? Ah, so then the other question I keep getting asked is, um, is how long do we think it, this wave is going to last. So I think like a lot of facilities and like we've done and like the, the world's kind of done is we've rolled stuff out in phases. So like wave one, wave two and wave three will be pretty much back to normal. Whereas wave one is pretty strict. So we're limiting class size. We've got limited classes with limited space and limited equipment with limited intensity. Um, and then this will last as long as it 
until stuff starts to die down or we hear otherwise. So we've been from the start before we even heard what the rules and regulations is, we've set the stance that we're going to be really strict on this because we want to make sure everyone in our community is safe. Mm-hmm. If they start to say, hey, you're allowed a bigger capacity of people into your facility, I don't think that will change things for us because I think what we've got set up right now is good and I think that's a a sufficient amount of people in a space for everyone to feel comfortable. Only um, when things start to ease down and like, for example, if they say, okay, you no longer have to wear a mask and we won't enforce people in the facility to have to wear a mask. Um, We're not using chalk right now at what point do we bring chalk like i think that have to would have to be pretty far down the line to to start bringing things like that but wave two for us looks like introducing things like uh we're not doing pull-up bars just because i think pull-up bars are a risk of ripping hands and spreading the viruses and diseases so i think it's just more sanitary to stay off the pull-up bars and then fan machines like rowers and bikes so i read it on i think in certain states in the u.s the law has stated or their county has stated that you're not allowed any fans on in your gym because it blows and mm. all the particles around. So then it's like, yeah, that makes sense. And nobody said you can't use assault bikes, but what would be the worst thing for you if you're conscious about coronavirus is doing a workout and someone's fanning their own sweat into your face. It'd be like the worst thing ever. So I think fine, we, we won't Well, normally that. you you like that because it's cool. Yeah, you down, exactly. But now you're like, <laughs> well, someone, now he's blowing his own bodily fluid at me. So now what do I do? And, and yes, I think it's just safer. And easing into things like this, I think is the safest way because even if you don't have coronaphobia and you like you're not worried about catching it and you don't think it's a thing or whatever no one's going to be like yeah i'm not going to play your stupid rules and come to your gym because you're doing this is we're taking a safe step but for everybody that is conscious of coronavirus and is worried about getting back into public it provides a safe access for them to come back into and start getting used to things easy and i feel like we've done the safest thing we can so even if it stays like this it's better to work out in a two by five box with a barbell and gym equipment than it is to do burpees on your own in your living room. So yeah, I mean, and think about like how many people have had zero gym equipment. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that you actually gain, you know, gain a privilege to actually use the stuff again—that's really cool. Exactly, uh, and then the programming was the the interesting part is because I started getting excited because we've been writing programming for um, people who have limited access. I've got a few guys that have barbells and stuff at home so you can do some form yeah. of programming but for the most part we've been programming get really creative with like body weight stuff or just kettlebell and dumbbell stuff mm-hmm. um well some people will say i've been getting creative i'd say i've been getting creative some people have been pretty bored of it because it's not super creative but then it works and yeah but now i've got so yesterday we found out we're open i had to program next week and i was like oh my God, we can program barbell stuff and we have boxes and we can do this and the possibilities are endless. And yeah. had a lot, of, a lot of fun programming out next week's training. Um, and we're going to put in a workout, Josh said, I think he was joking, but, uh, well, he might not be joking, but we're going to do shutter runs in the box. 2.5 yeah, meter yeah, yeah. shutter runs. That'll be a lot Okay. Runner. Yeah. Sideways. Yeah, literally. Like, lateral, lateral shuffle, like 100 for time. It'd be like yeah. basically 100 lateral jumps. So. <sighs> all right i think that covers reopening i think we've um i think that we've let the people know everything they need it's, to know and it's really cool to see like I, I was telling you before we went on on air but 
like I was like looking at, you know, other gyms around and seeing them open up. And it's just really cool to see it. Like everyone's yeah. been anticipating it. And cause it's you know, fun. I think, and I, I you know, I, I said this a lot, it's just be grateful because they could have just left the gyms closed for at least another month. Dude, oh, and then some like, yeah. think about when flights are opening back up. Like that's something that's like way down the line, you know, like July, like someone said today, Saudi's not open their airspace, airspace until September and like pushing that back and schools are yeah. not opening. And if you like, we're pretty fortunate yeah. to, to get gyms. And we obviously been helping fitness professionals encourage um, exercises of, as a form of improving people's health and wellness. So it's, we consider it essential, but um, I think a lot of, as a from business perspective, it isn't essential to the economy. So I think we're, we're very fortunate and very lucky. I'm very lucky that I get to open my gym again. So yeah, there you go. All right, let's wrap up there. I've had a great time talking to Simon. Have a, an amazing week team. Um, yeah. So gym's open. If you've got, uh, if you haven't told us what you want to do with, getting into classes and stuff yet, and you're complaining about not being able to book in for classes because you haven't told us yet. So please let us know what you want us to do. And then we'll um, see you in the next couple of days, I hope. And maybe we can do one in person next week, Simon. Yeah, I'm look, actually looking forward to that. Oh, that, that, would, that would there's, be nice. There's something about doing it like this and then doing it where we're, we're next to each other. It's, uh, I don't know, is the dynamics a little bit different? Yeah, 100%. I, I've not hated the zoom ones i think no. it's been fun and from a technical perspective it's way easier to upload the audio for these than it is to do a recorded one even though the sound yes. quality is not as good so that's been a blessing but yeah i'm looking forward to having a coffee and a podcast with you beautiful same here have a great weekend team